Good morning, everybody. Just check and see if there's something, if there's a thought passing through mind which wants something to happen. If that thought is running through, don't stick to it. It's like, oh yeah, there's mind saying that something should happen now. Come on, start, come on. <laughs> this is quite, this is not mind yet, no? Don't let your attention attach to it. It's like when a cloud goes across the sky. You can look at the cloud and imagine shapes in it and say it looks like this or that. Or you can <coughs> just say, there's a cloud. So there's a thought rather than going into the subject matter of the thought. Doesn't matter what the thought is about, they're all the same actually. They're just thoughts. If thoughts were never again to be bought, 
if their subject matter were to be of no interest to you, if there wasn't to be that magnetic pull of being inside your thought, the next thought, would that be all right? And so the thought that has arisen in response to that question, were you inside that thought or did you see that one as another cloud? nature of thought, huh? They're all the same, just ideas cruising by, looking for attention. strong is that pull to experience something. Anything at all. A reaction, entertainment, distraction. Anything. Just keep the show going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Notice if there's a reaction. Oh my god, it's like being half dead. Or, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like that's just the next thought that you've bought. You've bought that one now. But it is like I'm half dead. It's like, no, you just bought the thought. <coughs> no, I'm thinking it because it's true. It's like, mm. no, it's the other way around. Mm. It's true because you think it. <coughs> In spite of all of it, all is well. <laughs> and playing the only way it can play. It's just life. It's just the, the movie, the Matrix. That's how it works. There's no you who's having the thoughts either. The you that's having the thoughts or watching the thoughts go by is another thought, you know? That's what happens here. That's how the movie works. Concepts on top of concepts on top of concepts. And it works. It's wonderful. So there's no need to change the movie, actually. You were never in it. You're 
not the lead role, and you're not a minor character, and you're not in it at all. What you are is not in it at all. It's just a grand idea believed for a long time that you are in it. is grasping to, I don't know, well, mind often grasps to, to find out the truth, you know, to get somewhere, but <clears throat> it can grasp at the truth or it can grasp at the next coffee, it's the same, same. Ultimately, it's the same, same. That's the mind machine. It forever projects outward in order to find some resolution for inside. And that loop of out, in, out, in, something outside can make me relax for a minute. That's how mind works. But it's always just a temporary fix. And it's actually not a problem at all. It's not a problem. That's just the machine of mind. That's all that is. Side of you that's going to make you feel complete. There's just lifestyle. And that's as good as the phenomenal world gets. But you're not in the phenomenal world. Consciousness or Life itself is imagining that it, that there is a world and that you are participating in it. <clears throat> but that's its only way to investigate itself. There's nothing that can look at, you know, the, the biggest phenomenal picture, consciousness itself. There's nothing that can look at that except from within itself, because there's nothing outside of it that can look at it. <laughs> Because there isn't two, you see. So it can only look from inside itself at parts of itself. So it like it creates this crazy idea that there's separation, so that it can look at a part of itself, and that's all it's doing. And this 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 is what we're doing, huh? Consciousness looking at itself, inquiring into itself, exploring itself. That's all we're doing. That's all that's happening. Trying to experience parts of itself or different aspects of itself to figure out what it is. But it's only ever looking within the, the filter of separation. So it can't see the wholeness 
you can get a glimpse of the wholeness and the interconnectedness of everything. Some do, some don't. People often kind of get it in nature, you know, just, just some sense of, wow, it's all connected in some way. But it doesn't last either, that one. Because as long as something is all connected, then it's just a step away from being disconnected. Separation, unity, separation, unity. That's the same coin. And the pull to feel connected to something, that's fine, but it doesn't solve anything. It's just another experience. And it doesn't matter if you experience it or not, a connection or, or not. It doesn't matter if you experience it. So then what did it, huh? mechanism of consciousness, of the ability to, to perceive something, all it can do is flip between there's this, there's not this, there's this, there's not this. It's like this, it's like that, it's like this, it's like that. Because as long as there's separation, there's two, there's something and something else. So there will always have to be two in some shape or form in creation, in any galaxy, anything phenomenal, in anything that can be aware of anything, there would have to be two. It would have to create the mechanism of two in order to be aware of something, be conscious of something, even existence itself, even prior to, to subject to object, me and the microphone, prior to that even, where there's just existence or that sense of being, Already it's heading down a rabbit hole. There's nothing wrong with it, you see. It's just, that's just what it does. There will always be duality there in some shape or form. Even if you know that you're, that you're none of it, and you're beyond all of it. The, you know, the, the, the working mind will still be able to say a chair is a chair and not mix it up with the floor, you know? Just for functioning purposes. So some residue of it will always have to stay there in order to make life possible. Huh? Unless you want to live in a cave and have food brought to you, things like this.
You're not caught in this at all. The idea that you are separate is a, a mechanism to make experiencing itself possible. And experiencing anything is just another idea believed into. Believed, I don't know, believed into existence. <clears throat> You're not conscious of anything. If you've been given a general anesthetic, you're not going to experience much. Wipe out the idea of separation, there's no experience. And still, that which thinks it's separate just for the sake of experience tries to fix itself and make things better and it plays this game. Things are fine exactly as they are. They always are. Even turbulence is fine. Physical pain is fine. It's, it's just how energy is moving. It's just how it's unfolding. It runs on its own. It doesn't need your direct involvement. You're just an idea superimposed on top of something that's moving beautifully without your interference. The idea of you is intrinsic, just the idea of separation running, but it's superfluous to the bigger picture. take yourself so seriously. <laughs> anyway, off we go. Mm -hmm. If somebody would like to come up. Taking off your jacket. Are oh, you coming up? Okay, pretty good. Doing both, great. <laughs> How are you? Hi there. You remember me from last year? I do remember your face. Yes, I do. It's good. I want to get this right. <laughs> okay, I'll come with you. aware of you and know you for the last year and a half and, and being up here and uh, some of the red flags you gave me last year. And anyway, I'm going to talk about a couple of things. Uh, first thing was physical pain. Mm. So right now I actually have a sciatic nerve problem in my leg and mm. so I'm feeling pain but I'm allowing it. Yeah. I'm letting it. I'm not taking medication. I'm not taking painkillers and just grimacing and bearing it. And, I guess it will recede in time and let it flow as it should, so I'm assuming that's the right way to go about it. 
anyway, I just thought I'd come in and that. So yeah. it's one way. Yeah, if and it's then right, just, go for it. I've read um, your book, uh, <clears throat> Born to Be Free, <laughs> and I guess my first question is, is, is you have a chapter on deep sleep, mm. and that if you get past disturbed sleep into deep sleep, which I feel like experience is that, that's perfect place to be, except we're not conscious mm. or aware of it. Yeah. So what I'm trying to come to grips with is, how do I bring that into the waking? Because mm. when you first wake up, you have that minuscule second where you're, you're in, I guess we call it natural perfect state. Mm. And I'm assuming that you yourself can remain that way through the day. I don't know if that's true or not, but I like to believe that that we can, but I've also come to the conclusion that if you're in perfect state, you might just as well be dead. <laughs> you're not aware of anything, because you are yourself, but I don't really want to be dead. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm assuming then on that basis that you know, watching my thoughts, letting the clouds go by, not attaching to them, uh, bearing in mind that the ego wants to attach to everything and, you know, and identify um, that, um, that um, I, I, I'm not too sure where... You know, I'm trying to experience and be in natural state as much as possible, and I, I believe I'm getting there. Okay. And, you know, and so I just wanted to sort of discuss that with you. I'm okay. assuming I'm getting this right. I don't know. Sure. Not, not there Des is right. Describe the natural state when, 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 when you have that space. What, well, I, mean, like? I think natural state would be contentness, peace, um, relaxed, you know, no, 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 no negative feelings flowing through the body. Okay. Okay, because you have can, to... Can so. pain, like suffering with your sciatica, can that come through and does it disturb the natural state? Well, I try not to let it. I mean, when it, when it sort of um, gets um, intense, yeah. you know, I mean, my best choice is to sit down or lay down. Yes. So obviously, I, the faster I get to a chair, the better. Okay. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I just have to suffer through until I get there, so... But at the same time, is it's not much point in being angry about it. Okay. You know, it's just you know, it's from a back injury, and I know how I did it. Sure. And I just have to wait for it to, for the energy to flow through. Is that would be the best way to describe it? Yeah. Okay. So so. So is it that the physical pain is at a distance? Well, I mean, it's there. It's real. It's yeah, sure. Well, I suppose in this world, nothing's real, but it's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And does it does it throw off that that kind of stillness, that relaxed stillness that's underneath everything? I I try not to let it. I don't okay. I don't try to attach my mind to it. You know, and I sort of say, well, is there a way I can sort of go to the mind and say, because mind feels pain, so is there a way that maybe I could talk to my mind that doesn't feel it anymore, but it's, it's a physical body pain, so I don't know how the mind and the body necessarily interrelate that I should, yeah. whether or not it's because of mind or just body. Yes. So I think it's a physical body pain as opposed to a mental pain. Yes, okay. Because, okay. you know, sometimes mental states can create pain. Indeed. And if you can address the mental state, then the pain may alleviate or disappear. Okay. But if it's a physical pain, that's a physical pain. Okay. And the body just, re the mind just reads that it's a physical pain. That's right. So it it feel it. And it has to go through its own healing okay. phase. So. so can you feel that, is it that I am in pain or that the body is in pain? I'm going to say the body is in pain. All right. That's, that's, I believe that will be the truth. <laughs> yeah, all right. Because this is getting the truth out. Okay. I'm relying on you to get the truth out of me. <laughs> <laughs> 
so so when the natural state is there and that that's that that you know things are just flowing yeah I, I, okay yeah. is there a you there that's enjoying it is it like oh this is great this is the natural state is there a comment on it or is it more natural uh, okay rephrase that again yeah. sorry yeah when when the natural state is 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 playing you're relaxed yes uh, just going with the flow, nothing, yes. physical pain comes, but it's the body that, that it goes to, you know, it's just happening yeah, in the body, and you're okay underneath right it all. I feel it right now, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. fighting it, I'm yeah. just letting it be. Okay, Yeah. and so so with that kind of content, relaxed state, is it like, is are you owning it? Is it like, I am feeling this, I am in the natural state? Is there an, a you I, I, I don't know if I can state? say there's an eye attached to it. Okay. Uh, but I can feel it because, you know, one of the things I've been learning is feel your body because your body's trying to tell you something. Sure. So I've got to listen to the messages my body is sending me. Sure. Now, if I've done myself an injury, which I have, then clearly it has to heal. Yes. So now I have to do the right things to heal it and I have to take the advice of physiotherapists and doctors and whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then that's all I can do and do the appropriate exercises. Absolutely. Okay. So, but the natural state? The natural state, I have to accept what I have. I accept it for what it is. Okay. And then when the natural state is running, with or without pain, the natural state itself. Yeah. Is there, is there an I who is in the natural state? Well, this is where my learning is. I don't really know if I can always identify the I, because I is always trying to manifest itself through yes. separation. I mean, yes. I've come from a, an existence of separation, and I've been of working the last two to three years to yeah. find unity. Yeah. And, you know, and I've made a lot of progress that way. Okay, and, okay, sure. And I'm grateful for, you know, all these learnings and teachings. Sure. And at the same time, I've becoming a teacher in my own right, because, you know, there's family members around me that yeah, can yeah. benefit because... Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm a father of three children, and sure. they never learnt what I've learned today. And even though they're adult children, I feel the need to try and pass on the knowledge yeah. without trying to fix them because yes, I can't good. do that. No, not at all. So I can they're just, not broken. I can, I, <laughs> I'm the broken one <laughs> that's mended, but now they're broken because I was broken. So now they've got to realize that they need to mend themselves. So all I can do is water in front of them and hope they take to it that's that's kind of what I'm trying to do so that's kind of my next kind of discussion point was you know how is the best way for a parent to deal with adult children when they go from a from an egoic life to a spiritual life whether they know it or don't know it because we're all on a spiritual journey whether we know it or not the greatest thing you can do is be as clear yourself as you can and operate from there and be as present as you can that's the greatest gift you can give to your kids is, is to you know let, the, let it be about be you yeah. because because what they pick up energetically as you shift what they pick up is much more potent than than you giving them theories that it's just not going to wash you know no. whereas if the shift is authentic in you yes it's like osmosis yeah it's, there, is a, there is an energy that passes there that's is yeah. unseen and yeah but it's is. felt yeah, that's yeah. right. That's that's got much more authenticity, you know. Kind of interest. I've got three children in three different places, but it's it's, it's interesting to observe their movies, if you like. Sure. From sure. my own movie. From your versions of your own movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what I wanted to chat about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So when you wake up in the morning, what is it? You do get that split second of no identity, of like well, no, the body's underst- awake. I understand that it's there. I don't know if I actually perceive it or realize it. Yeah. I just know from yeah. my learnings that there is that thing, and I've got to somehow, of course then it's a mind concept, if I identify it and see it, yeah. You know, yeah. one of the things I've learned in the last year is is, is to observe my yeah. thoughts. So, you know, observing is huge. Yeah. And um, and uh, it, it's taken assistance from another that's given me a clearer view. In fact, uh, highlights your teachings in a different, simpler way. Sure. But I've actually built. It's, I believe I understand the puzzle. Sure. That's a mental concept, but yeah. now you've got to understand it intellectually as well, intellectually sure. as well. Sure. <laughs> but no, but you're you're on the money though when you say you know that that how could you recognize it in the morning? Because that's the whole point. If yeah. the you is there, well, well, you know. Well, it's, it's the you that comes already, in first. Yeah, it's, it's already, already there, right? <laughs> it's already too late. Yeah. So, so you're dead right. You can't see that space in the morning, except when the eye is arising. And then, as the eye arises, you know the space is gone, but you can't yeah. see it while yes. it's there, obviously. Well, it's interesting, it's yes, yesterday you talked about your experiment, and when you're sitting there, the first thing you want to do is pee. Yeah. So, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you want to do is pee. So, <laughs> is, that, is that before the eye gets there? <laughs> you can feel when the... Why not? Yeah, it's the body, no? The body... Depends if I want to go for a pee or, or like the body, the body go. go. The body yeah. just gets up and does it. So I'm sure there's a certain window there I can take advantage of. <laughs> yeah, there is a window. There is a window. Yes. Yeah, there is. There I'll, is. Try to, I'll try to find my way through it. Okay. And as soon as the eye is trying to do something, the yes. window is closed. It's gone. I know. It it's is. fleeted. Yes. The thing is, if, if it can be seen how the eye constructs itself. So it can be seen? At the start of the day. It can be seen by the eye that's constructing itself. The eye can recognize how it constructs itself, okay. but it can't see prior to it being there. <laughs> yeah, okay. You see, of course it can't, because it's not yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. Okay? So it can only see when it's pretending to be separate. It okay. can see that. So, you, so that can be seen. Can that be seen, or...? It's, al- it's almost like the eye starts to crank up, and then you can see that it has started to crank up. Okay, so I should watch what I'm thinking. Exactly. It's like, whoa, where did the sense of individuality start? And you see, you, you get a good idea of where it cranked up. You can't get it before it cranked up because you have to be there before it cranked up. But you can find out what the hook was. Okay. Like, was it stress because you had to do something that morning? Okay. Was it, was it, what, what, what was it? They gave me a sense of, I have to do something or, you know. Well, so if you take the workplace for instance and the work you have to do and the things that are on your... Mm. To do this, that would therefore be the construct phase. So mm. I can watch that build. You can. Yeah. can see, okay, what, and, and can going to work and on my to-do list, can that happen without it being I have to do these, these things? Does the I believe it has to do it? Or can management happen from a, a place that doesn't have me in charge of it? So you mean it can happen by itself spontaneously? Yeah. yeah. Is that possible? Yeah. <laughs> without all This is where creation comes from. Yes. 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 Pure creativity comes from here, yes. So you can run that through the day? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. It's like it runs automatically through the day. You can't do it because the you is the problem. 
I know I'm the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big problem. <laughs> okay, so it's like, okay, these things have to be done. Let, let's, let's, see how the, let's see how they unfold. It's more like the trick is, is, is kind of allowing it, as long as there's a trick, you know? That's like when the mind is like, you're pushing the mind to the side, you're putting ownership to the side, you're getting a distance. Eventually, of course, it disappears. And, and you'll see that these things happen automatically. Yes. But like planning happens, making decisions. Well, that's proper use of the mind. It is. Yes. It is. These things just happen. And you know that like it sounds like you're making a decision. Mind to play with the idea that you've made a decision. But you know that it actually arose from someplace else. And these different layers of how it functions don't clash with each other. There's just a knowing that it all, it's inevitable. Just an inevitability yeah. of how it moves. You see? That's and why then when I enjoy what I do, that's the reason why I enjoy what I do. Yeah. It's when I don't enjoy what I do that i got to look hard and say, okay, where's the you coming from? Where's the you coming from? That's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there can be an, an, a, a you or an I that's enjoying something because it's in there getting juice out of it also. Yeah, there's always that. There's, there's always there's juice. That. There's always juice. Yeah. But then there's the natural enjoyment of something because it's, it's just organic. The obstacle of the eye isn't there. Yeah, well, That's the one we're after, huh? Yeah, extracting eye isn't easy. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's tricky enough yeah. because it can only extra extract itself as long as it's there. It can't actually do the full extraction. You can only dissolve the the the, the power supply. Yeah. Well, it's it's dissolution that I've really made a lot of good progress on yeah. because a lot of stuff it, it just gone. I can see that. It's like a miracle. I, I call it magic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, just yeah. magic. And it's it's, it's yeah. wonderful to experience magic. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and life can be magic when it's Yes, it's beautiful. Context. It is. Yeah. Even when it's crappy it's still beautiful. Do you yeah. know? It's like yeah. yeah, that's and it's fine too. Something else it doesn't kind of take the crappy stuff seriously, you know. It's I, I try not to, but yeah. it's always there. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. That's good. I don't know if I answered anything wrong. No, no, I'm just trying to see where <laughs> I'm at. It's, I mean, this yeah. is, you know, you, yeah. the mind plays games with me too. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you sure. Know, you know, I, I find I have a relatively quiet mind. I mean, yes. To what I had, so yeah. in that, yeah, that yeah. respect, I'm grateful. So, sure, yeah. sure, yeah. So now it's a matter of trying to share the concept with the world so the world can be a better place. But that's the rising consciousness. So. Absolutely. Yeah. It's about the shifts in you and the world. Yeah. If I shift, it, the world shifts. The world shifts, yeah. yeah. But, to, but to take on the idea to make the world a better place, that won't work. Because no. it's only the I will take that on, that's you know? That's right. Dark castle. No, not at all. There's nothing wrong with it. No. Really, there's nothing wrong with it's it. Just feed the consciousness. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Watch that thing in the morning, though. That would be an interesting yeah, this, experiment. Yeah, this is, yeah. That'd be an interesting experiment to see what happens there, you know? Yeah, okay, I'll try that. Yeah. First thing when you wake up, there is it. does it take you by surprise? Does it yeah. sort of get there before you do? That's right, that's right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's cranking up the sense of separation yeah. there, you know? Something tells me I'm going to be quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, pleasure to be up here again. Yeah, you might nice see me again. I don't too. know. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye.
So, I love the words you say, and uh, I have since I first met you and remember reading your books and listening to your talks. And uh, the thought that keeps coming is, is um, or had the thought that's been coming for a long time is, uh, um, I want what she has. Mm. And uh, and then recently, that changed to, I want to not have what she doesn't have. And I want to be without okay. what you're without. Okay. What I see in you as being not there. Yes. And that thought kind of stunned me, and I thought, well, what, what is it that I have that's keeping me from yes. the experience that, that I hear you describe? Yeah. And uh, at first, it just uh, it represented itself in my mind as a, a huge rock or a bag tied to my ankle that's keeping me on the ground or at the bottom of the ocean. So I got curious about that to try to figure out what uh, what the rock was and uh, or what was in the bag, and I haven't been able to up until I mean I've come up with a lot of things that uh, seem fairly obvious and I, and I think I've been able to let them go when I feel a lot um, clearer <laughs> and less. Uh, held down than I was ten years ago. Um, and then recently, my, my wife was up here last night talking about the car accident. And uh, I wasn't in the car, but um, it did take us through what she called this portal to Paranoia Lane. Um, and for the last month, The last month we've been dealing with, nobody was physically hurt, but um, it brought forward a, a lot of things that, I, that I've been really working hard to keep at bay. Mm. And I have to say, I really don't want to hear you talking about this. I'd rather be just about anywhere else. When I got up this morning, I pictured myself getting on a bus and taking the bus out to the prairies and finding a little room in a house somewhere and just living out the rest of my life in obscurity, and that would be a way of... Running away. I could stay safe. <clears throat> so, uh, see, I, I know it's all a movie, I know it's all not true, but that's, that, that doesn't satisfy the yearning that I have. Yeah, something needs a resolution, it seems, huh? Yeah. Okay. And uh, in, in the movie, what, what happened was uh, we found ourselves, and I'll just speak for myself, I found myself <clears throat> confronting um, criminals, people who uh, uh, took my money, they, they, they took my smashed car and wouldn't give it back until I gave them a lot of money. Um, this was an auto body shop, a, a legitimate auto body shop. Uh, a tow truck driver who convinced my wife to 
let him bring the tote the car back to this body shop and then when we within 24 hours we decided we didn't want it to be at that body shop they wouldn't release it so uh ended up having to go and sit in the office of the general manager and, and tell him that we um we, we wanted our car somewhere else and um it was all uh okay at the surface it was all illegal below that it was uh terrifying because uh, i i realized i was sitting in, in in this office across from somebody who was um had no problem whatsoever with with uh taking money from me to get my car back when it was completely illegal but there was no other way i was going to get my car back I couldn't, um, getting angry wasn't going to work. I could tell he was the kind of person who would get his hackles up and be very defensive then and say, you know, you're not getting your car. Um, so I got real calm and realized the only way to get out of there with my car was to be very calm and say, I, I want my car back. And, uh, <clears throat> Eventually, uh, he reneged and said, okay, you can have your fucking car back, um, but there's, there's going to be a $1,500 administration fee to, to release your car. My, my. Yeah. That's what I said. And, uh, <laughs> and I realized that there wasn't going to be any arguing with this man. He would, he, he, I had really, uh, and this is the paranoia, I really touched something in him that there was no way he was going to lose this battle, and if he was going to lose the battle, I was going to have to pay for it. Right? Yeah. So, um, so we, you know, we used our credit card. We gave him his money, and we got the car. Uh, and but it was like it was like a huge punch in the stomach. Is how I felt. I uh, all my life I've had this thing about bullies, and this is what this is what this is all about. Is uh, and all. All my life I've been trying to be vigilant, to stay safe, and keep my family safe from this imagined boogeyman. And uh, a similar kind of a thing happened with the rental car which which we were which we were given. I mean, the tow truck driver showed up arranged a rental car and a tow for my wife who was in a somewhat disoriented state uh, having just been through a car accident and ended up taking our car away having a friend of his bring a car from this rental company that we never heard of and then when my wife took the rental car back they discovered this mysterious scratch along the bumper which uh, we still haven't had resolved but they're talking about taking another $500 from us because of the scratch on the bumper and uh, I just feel like I'm just reeling from all of this Mm. Corruption, mm. Um, bullying, <clears throat> uh, and then as Carolyn said yesterday, we finally closed the deal on a new car yesterday, and I thought, okay, it's over now. Okay. And then she gets up here and starts talking about how important it is for her to say no, and you yeah. talk with her and encourage her to say no, and I'm thinking, yeah, that's that's that sounds right, and then suddenly it dawned on me that she's going to say. She's gonna say no 
to this man who took our $1,500. And he's going to do, and this is my mind just, you know, racing, making up pictures of things he's going to do to get even with me and my family or to make us not go to small claims court. Uh, so what it seems like Carolyn needs to do next on her healing is um, the very thing that I've spent my life being vigilant about. Yeah. It's great that it's helped, Jim. Yeah, that's what all my friends tell me. <laughs> <laughs> They're good friends. I know that. I mean, there's part of me that definitely knows that this is this is what's in the bag. Yeah. So, I'm just so afraid of, you know, I'm afraid of all the things I've seen in the movies and heard on the news about getting my kneecaps shot off, and, and it sounds ridiculous when I say it, you know, but, um, I, you know, this is the closest I've ever come to um, a real, um, honest-to-goodness gangster in my life, and uh, I would rather just have nothing else to do with him. I'd rather just let him keep the money and... Uh, go on with my life, yes. knowing that it's going to come up again very soon anyways, yes. because that's the way these things work. That's right. So what's this, uh, to bring it back to what I was saying, it's this, it's this big bag of fear. Yes. It's something that you don't have. And other people that I recognize as being um, free uh, seem to not have. And uh, I, I would really like to jettison that. But I'm, I'm just terrified of what the consequences would be. Okay. Let's look at it another way. <clears throat> so this this guy, the tow truck guy. So let's say on on his journey or the whatever it is, the body, which guy is the gangster guy? The, the, the guy body the, shop. The body shop owner. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the body shop owner guy. He. Let's say he is at that phase of his life where the ego is getting stronger and stronger and stronger and where power is the only thing that makes sense to him. Because you sensed that, no? There's yeah, that like he yeah. actually was going to win this no matter what. Yeah. So at, that's his thing. At one point, that's he actually on. just let this little phrase out. He said, it's the principle of the thing. Uh-huh. And okay. I, at, at the time, I didn't really get what he meant. And afterwards, I realized it. Yeah, it's exactly what you just said. Yeah, it's the, it's the power principle. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So if that's the only thing that makes sense to him, then, that, then he's honoring himself because that's the only, that's where his vision is. Okay. So he's doing his thing and he's going to fight tooth and nail to prove that he's right because the ego does that at a certain point. It has to prove it's right. Okay. It's the tooth and it's the teeth and nails that I'm afraid of. Yes, sure. <laughs> okay. Now, for him to prove that, consciousness puts somebody else on the way in in the way in order for him to to be able to have that experience. 
So let's say consciousness has just grabbed you right now, or life, or whatever we call it, has grabbed you right now to enable him to create karma for himself. That happens. Yeah, I don't want it. Yeah, job. but, yeah, but you're <laughs> personalizing it. You're personalizing it. You're making it about you. This is about him. This is about him, and you've turned it to make it about you because it reminds me, reminds you of of a pattern through your life. Yeah. This is actually about him. Yeah. Yeah. When when the, the person who suggested that phrase, you've taken a turn down paranoia lane. When she suggested that to Carolyn, she was talking about the people, like like the auto body shop, yes. not not Carolyn per se. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So so. It it happens quite often that that our character, our personality, is put in the way to enable karma to be created by another. Sometimes you know that you can, you can work somebody out of it, but, by, but for sure this guy knows. He's, he's, he's digging in deeper, you know? He's tied to a principle, and that's absolutely fine. Now, now you've made it about you. This is where your yeah. problem is. It's, not, it's nothing to do with him at all. You've just made it about you. Yeah, definitely. It's not about you. That's about him feeling power and exercising power. And taking what he can, and and that there has to be space for that. There's that happens all over the place. Do you know yeah. where where the ego is, is going into power and greed and and that's fine. What does that have to do with you? Why is there a connection point there? How come you made it about you? How come it shook your 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 bed of fear? It's not about you. So the fear that you feel, that's what you have to clear. It's got nothing to do with the auto body shop man. It's got nothing to do with him. This is your fear. Yeah, He's I doing his that. loop and you're shaking. Yeah. You yeah. don't have an obligation to keep yourself or anybody else safe. <clears throat> All you can do is have common sense. And if hits come, they come. But life tosses and turns us around the place. And you know what? It's all right. It's all right. If your knees get blown off, you know what? You'll deal with it, Jim. You'll deal with it. It'll just be the next thing that's happening. You'll deal with it. What's happening, the feelings you're feeling now, if you link it to this guy, you've lost the plot. It's not about this guy. He's doing his dance, and you're doing your dance. They're actually not connected. In the way you're, you're recognizing it, they're not connected. He's on his own path, and he's honoring the only thing he can do. It's just a hunger for power or money or whatever it is. Yeah, it's not, it's not hard for me to yeah. understand that. Yeah, and some part of you facilitated him to, to get deeper into that for himself. And that's fine too. But that's where that one ended. So something, something in you has a memory of it's not safe. 
life is not safe. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have to crack. That belief is still there. Big time. Yeah. yeah. You can't fall off the planet. You, you can't fall off it. Really? You no, know, you can't. No, there's, <laughs> thankfully there's, there's gravity there. You can't get lost, you know. You, you're not going to just dissolve up into space. Do you know what I mean? You can't get lost, like... That's what that's one of my worst. That's one of my repeating uh, <laughs> images. Uh, being an astronaut, uh, floating outside of the spaceship, and then having the tube become disconnected and just floating there, uh, totally yeah. unable yeah. to unable to go anywhere. To go anywhere. Eventually, just dying from lack of oxygen. You know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just don't become an astronaut then. <laughs> <laughs> or become an astronaut. Yeah, but you know, no. we just we just we just dissolve the thought, okay? It no, it's just an, it's just an image. It's, it isn't sure. something that I really think that I really worry about. Of course, there are other, you know, yeah. other you easier to there. imagine things that, yeah. that I do really think will happen. But it's the same. So in the mind, there's like a, a wiring, a neurological pathway, which brings you into that feeling of being disconnected and lost and dying because of yeah. that total unsafety. Yeah. Okay. And you've just you you've just furrowed a little groove, yeah. which runs this feeling, yeah. and the feeling is familiar. It is. Uh, first step is to see that it's a feeling and it's not about you. This is just this is just a pattern in the mind. It's like yeah, okay, that's my short circuit. That's just a short circuit. Short circuit. Yeah. 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 That's all it is. So I'm tempted to wonder try to go back and figure out what caused that in the first place. You can, if you're tempted. Why not? Why not? That's another way to unpack it. How come you believe that it's not safe? So, so bad. Yes. Why is safety so important? What on earth can damage you? Mm. You'll deal with whatever comes. You, you, you always have done. This keeps popping to mind, so I'll mention it. Uh, yeah. uh, earlier in the fall, uh, I was riding on the city bus, and uh, um, it was actually stopped, and I fell, and uh, I hit my head on the back of one of the seats, and started to bleed profusely, um, uh, and just you know wasn't sure what was going to happen, and I I was taken in an ambulance to the hospital, and it was having a. It took ten staples to put the the scalp, scalp back together again. It was excruciatingly painful, but I'm here to talk about it. Yeah. So you know when you said, so what if it gets you? I knew you'd say so what. I told you. Should just say. Should just say so what. <laughs> So, so uh, you know, as recently as within the last few months, I've I've had a, a, an experience where my body has been injured, and yes. uh, and, and and I made it through. You made it through. Yeah. yeah. So I like the idea of short circuit. That's uh, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And what triggers it is that feeling of 
helplessness. Yeah. And off you go, vroom, you, you run the... Any image will do because it's the feeling is what's so familiar. Yeah. It's the feeling it stirs up. So any image. Yeah. And I, and I have to attach it. When a feeling comes up, I have to attach it to an image. Or of course. That's what the mind will do. It will yeah. pull a story in. Any story at all will do. Yeah. Real yeah. fantasy, doesn't matter. A story will do just, just, to, yeah. just to give it more <clears throat> vitality. So you can, by all means, go to like, okay, where did this original helplessness, where did this, you can do that, you know, mm. you can. Where, where did it originate, this first feeling of helplessness, because it, it, it went in at that point. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. level it just got registered, whoa, this is how the world is. Mm-hmm. I'm helpless here, you know. Mm-hmm. There was a moment of where that was decided that that's my interpretation of the world. Yeah. Yeah. That that started the hard wiring, you know, but it's yeah. it's just a short circuit now, like. Okay, I'm yeah. with that, thank you. Yeah. Let's move through it and see how you get on, huh? Yeah. Yeah, sure. This is her first time, and she asked a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Bring this closer, and I thought, she's asking my questions. Listen, I'm, I've never been to a satsang. And um, I was invited by uh, Rob, and of course I right away went on YouTube and looked you up. And I spent hours <laughs> looking at your satsangs. And, um, so that's kind of why I'm here, because I've been trying to understand the last um, 17 months of my life. Well, if you call it life, has completely, it's like I'm in the twilight zone. Mm. Um, everything I knew to be, I left, and I don't. And you talked about the ego and depression. Oh my goodness, that just resonated with me completely. Um, so I left everything. And um, I've never been unemployed in my life. I'm unemployed. Um, I don't want to do anything I used to do. It took me forever to unpack. I don't make my bed anymore. It's like I keep going. It's like, it's weird for me. I, there's something, and, and when I left my life, there was something in me, um, it was like, there's something I'm supposed to do. There's something, there's something. It was right here. Okay. It was like something, and I couldn't okay. figure it out, and it was driving me crazy. Yeah. And um, it's not there anymore, 
but now I feel it's like I feel disembodied or something. It's very strange. Um, and I've been reading, you know, reading a lot of spiritual books and things like that, and trying to understand what I'm possibly going through. Um, and listening to some of what you said, it's like, it's frightening because everything I know or everything I was doesn't make sense mm-hmm. and it's no longer. Yes. And you're saying that we're not anything. We're, and I'm like, okay, so what are we? And, you're, and you mentioned it this morning, and um, I guess some of my questions are that is consciousness, or the, is that like what they call God? Is that like what? Yeah, is, you can. Yeah. Okay, and is it just, it's a one? It's a one. Okay, so. And we're all just like drawings or little ideas from that one? Yeah, within that one, you could say that. Okay. So does that include the galaxy? That includes everything? Yes. Okay. And so that is, is it the one that's creating my world or am I creating? Like my world. You are the one. Okay. Because, okay. Why would we want to create a world of hardship? Because the only way this world works is with dualistic in, out, up, down. It's based on dualism because the separation is intrinsic to it. So, separation is that there's two, so we've got. Right, wrong, day, night, in, out. It's based on opposites. The whole thing fluctuates like this. Okay. So half of it is hardship and half of it is joy. And is that like, okay, I'm going to say, if I'm the one, why would I do that? Why would I do that? That's just, it seems like selfish. Yeah, it can't help it. That's just energy moving. It can't help it. There's no intention behind it. Okay. You, you know, it, the, if it was, then there would be like a supreme God who's making this. There isn't. There isn't. There's just this, the phenomenal group of galaxies or something. How big can we get? How, I mean, yeah. you know, it goes on infinitely, this phenomenal appearance of matter, you know? Okay. But it's only an appearance. It's only an appearance. So if it's only an appearance, mm. that whole uh, law of attraction thing, mm. because... Um, I feel that's what happened to my life. Like I okay. attracted in the negativity that happened to my life. Yeah. And you know, they say you can attract. It's up yeah. to you. Yeah. But if that's the case, I mean, ha- like, what what is um, precipitation, manifestation? Like, does that actually work? It works for a while. If if the idea that you are separate and an individual human being mm-hmm. is active 
then the law of attraction and the power of manifestation will seem to have validity. That will work there. But as, as you see that you're not, you're imagining yourself to exist. Because when there's no I thought, there's no sense of you being there at all. Once you see that actually, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm only me when I think I am me. I'm no more than an idea of me. If you see that, then the law of attraction and manifestation just, it, it just becomes insignificant. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. So the, everything is valid for a while. You see, that's why everything must have its place. Okay. Well, if that's the case, like, it's not funny, but why comb your hair? Why wear clothing? Yeah. Why do any of it? Yeah. Really, I mean, you mentioned you, you sat and then you had to go pee. Yeah. I mean, why work? Why do anything? Yeah. I mean, it, like, if I don't work, I don't eat. Well, do I really need to eat? Yeah. It's, it's kind of strange. Yeah. In, in, in built in all of creation, is, uh, there's natural basic instinct instincts. The animals eat when they're hungry and they stop and they don't hunt again until they're hungry. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. The carnivores anyway, for sure. Um, so there's a natural order of something taking care of itself and preserving itself. Okay. Somebody came in with a gun, we'd all run for cover. It's something basic kicks in there. Okay. And it will put on clothes in the morning to take care. And it will preen itself and put on makeup. We'll preen ourselves. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. But it's, it just seems odd that a nothing would preen. Yeah. You know, it's like... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. This, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. the magic of it. Okay. It's all an appearance. And, and it, it's just an appearance. It does all of that. <clears throat> and, and, and when, when the ideas and the beliefs dissolve it, it is seen that it doesn't it's not happening at all that's the wild thing that it really is a dream this really is a dream so it's like it's like let's say you had a dream last night of being in a car chase you know it's like and this morning we could say well it's odd that actually that, that I would dream that there was a car, I was in a car chase because actually I was in bed it's like yeah but it just happened and so what yeah. so yeah. it's like saying yeah we're dreaming that we're talking here in satsang and of course, there's a so what from the outer, perspe outer perspective. But as long as you believe this to be happening, it has significance. So if in a car chase in a dream last night, you believed it was real, there'd be fear or adrenaline running. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see. You see? So whatever is pumping as a perceived reality is taken to be real in that moment, but none of it is actually real. None of it is. Okay. So, okay. So who is Jesus? He was just a guy that had a great PR team, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the whole walking on water and things like that, and there's, I've, I've been reading, I can't believe, it's like I've turned into this library. I don't know, oh, it's like, like yes, accumulating information. Yeah, that's great. And like yeah. Baird Spaulding and all these people that, you know, talk about, and I think, well, yeah, of course we can walk on water, water because it doesn't exist and we don't exist, so of course you can walk on it. Okay. So, you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. when you hear things like that, I'm like... But then there's no water. If we don't exist and the water doesn't exist, then there's nobody who can walk on water. Right. So, it's... So, you're adding one part of an argument and okay. another part of an argument and gluing them together. Okay. It doesn't quite work. Okay. Okay. Do you see? Okay. Okay. Just something has to order itself. It's like the information you have is mm -hmm. out of sequence a little bit. Okay. 
So well, all those people like Buddha and yeah, yeah. they're just, I, I mean, were they like you? Are they, were they awakened or not? No, they're just. Ah, sure. Look, it's all, I mean, what's awakened and what's not anyway. I okay. Mean, okay. Uh, I see. Okay. It's like, what? Do you know? Okay. We, I, we play it helping each other and then labels happen and okay. it doesn't really matter. Like, it, it's, I, it, I studied theology way back in university mm-hmm. years ago, you know, and the walking in water thing, you know, at the time, water, water was considered the, the bed of evil, you know, and so symbolically, water was always about evil. Um, and that's where things existed that they didn't understand because, I mean, they didn't even have snorkeling tools, not to mind being able to go down to see what it's about. And right. something very strange was there. They, they didn't know. And so the story of Jesus walking in water was never actually an event. It was a part of folklore to say he walked on water, which, which actually meant that he, he was on top of that the, the source of all evil because okay. the source of all evil was water. And now, and, and look what we do 2,000 years later, you know, we, we take it literally that he walked on water as an event. So, you know, it's like we can pull holes in everything. And it's really useful for the mind to see, okay, walking on water is possible because it breaks down the limits of mind. But on another level, it actually was, a, it's just a symbolic understanding for, for the source of evil. Okay. You see, so it's like, depends on where we look at something. And it's like this, it, it's like this. Okay. So all you can do is like, I'm, you're, you're, you know, you're pulling in information as a, you're soaking like a sponge right, information. Right. So what you got to do is find out, well, well, what's real for me? What, what's still running here? Is there a me here? I have the theory, I have the intellectual knowledge, and, and you'll probably gather it for another while, and that's great, because you need that. Just have some sense of like, okay, draw me the map of what this is about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but what I'm interested in is like, what's real for you? Because mm-hmm. have you grabbed the concept that we don't exist, or do you know that you don't exist? Or do you feel you really do exist? What's authentic? What's playing as authentic there in that form? Well, it's really strange because I get up every day and it's like I'm a zombie. I'm okay. just kind of walking around going, like nothing seems to matter. Yes. It's not that I'm sad. Okay. It just doesn't matter. Yes. And I go out and I, I gardened. Yeah. And that felt good. Yeah. And I go out and I eat. Um, but in, in between those, there are times still of the, the pain of what I went through. Uh, and then I go, okay. It's, it's yeah, it's like, and I'm, I'm trying to understand it, but there's no understanding it. And I remember um, hearing about when you were in South America and you, you felt like your body didn't work and you were like, you felt like you were in a dark hole or something, I can't remember exactly, um, when you finally realized. So I'm going, that I, I think I'm a little fearful of that because okay. I'm going, if I'm nothing and this is nothing and nobody exists. Yes. I mean, I because I love the planet. I love the, I think it's sure. a beautiful planet. It is. If there's nothing, that's kind of weird and strange and a little frightening, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but even if though it's frightening, every day it's kind of like okay, yes. Like doesn't really matter what happens because for some reason it's not sticking to me anymore. It's like not yeah 
it's weird. Yeah, yeah. So, so if that's okay, so I'm, I'm understanding yes. that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, are we all supposed to just understand that, I guess? And then just... No, there's no nothing. There's nothing. Yes, there is nothing. But it's like, it's like you've, you've gotten something that's like six steps ahead of where your, what your mind is ready for. Okay. You see? And okay. it's like, okay, let's, 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 let's just show you how you got there. You yeah, because I don't, I don't know. Like yeah. it's, it's been very strange for me and my family thinks I'm going crazy. Of course. My boys, because they go, you know, because I've never not been unemployed. I've been very successful yeah. in my life. And I'm, like, and I'm sitting around doing nothing and yeah. reading. Yeah. Lots of reading. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even eat that much anymore. Yes. It's yes. like my sister goes, what's wrong with you? You have to eat. And I go, but I'm not hungry. Yes. You know, so yeah. why would I eat? Yeah. It's weird. It's just like I feel like I'm a different person. Yes. But I'm not a person. It's it's very strange. Yes. It's been very strange. Yes. Yes. And I and I and I you you meant you think you, you talk about thoughts. And now I'm questioning myself because I've been you know, I've always meditated, but I've really been meditating a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot. And I've been seeing things. Yes. And I'm going, is that my mind? Yes. Or or am I seeing? Like is are your eyes your mind or like I'm trying to figure it out, and I and so I'm doubting everything I'm seeing, and um, sometimes I look in a mirror, and I don't even see me anymore. I mean, I sort of see me, but I see in my eyes, and it scares me a little. It, it it's it's like they're not me. It's weird. Yes. Yes. So I'm not sure what to do with it all. Yeah. And I'm a little afraid. Sure. Sure. And I'm not a person, I'm not like that. I'm usually yeah. pretty fearless. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh my God, you know, what the heck is going on? Okay. So I'm not sure what to do. Okay. Can you trust the process? Um, I guess I'll have to. Um, it's like I don't have a choice. Yeah. It is that you don't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I, and, you know, the, the, the dualistic part of me is going, oh, you're going to run out of money, oh my God, and, I'm, and the other part of me, whatever that is, is <coughs> like, okay, like, what's money, what, it's like, it, it doesn't matter, it's like weird, it's, it's okay. so, okay. so, just trust it, just okay. go with it. Mm. Yes, just go with it, because wh- what happens is that, a, a, a new way of engaging with the world will kick in. It, it will kick in. Okay. Um, right now, it seems like there's a comparing of how you used to be, and right. you're taking that as a reference point. That's causing the disturbance. Okay. Let, let, let how it is now be how it is. Because it's completely freaky, of course, for the mind, if it's saying, my God, I used to be able to be, you know, competent and professional and out there, and, and mm-hmm. here I am now, not even kind of caring. eating properly, caring, yeah, no exactly. Care. Okay, yeah. okay. It is weird if you compare it to how you were. So there's memory coming in there, which is creating the, the anxiety or fear or whatever kind of uncertainty there is, right. whatever level of uncertainty there is playing at the moment. So drop the comparing to how it used to be. Okay. This phase is standalone. Right? People meditate their whole life to have this face. So it's all right. It's all right. Okay? Okay. Now, 
Can you shift I don't care to I don't mind? Well, it kind of is like that. Yeah. It kind of is. Like, I'm not unhappy. Yeah. I'm, I still, like, there's still a little bit of, like I said, heartache. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not unhappy. Yeah. I'm just kind of, and I get up and I walk around my house and I look at things differently. And I'm going to, this is going to sound so strange, but sometimes the world wobbles. Yes, yes. Like it vibrates. Yes. Like I see things that yeah. don't, I look, I feel like I could, you know, like in the movie, The Matrix, where yes. they touch? Yes. Sometimes I feel like I can do that. That the wall wouldn't be solid? Yeah, because yeah, it's, yeah. it's wobbling. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's when I think I'm losing my mind. No, that's fine. That's fine. It's not solid. Mm-hmm. And it can go, everything 3D can turn into 2D and get like paper thin, turn sideways and it's paper thin. I mean, yeah. And it's, it, yeah, 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 yeah. This is just different, different levels of perception. It's all right. It's all right. You're not going nuts at all. Okay. It's, it's just that it's losing its solidity. It's losing its authenticity. But the, and, and everything around you is shifting. And of course, because your own, your, your, you know, your perception is shifting. So therefore, what you see, you're seeing it. God, let me just try that again. <laughs> <laughs> So when, when, when I, me, am, am running my life, there's a perception from, well, I'm Jack and this is my world, of course, and my mm-hmm. life, my family, da 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 Okay, so as the I starts to break down, it often goes into, well, I'm, I'm everything, or it can go into, this is not real. It, can, it, can, it breaks through in different ways for different people. Okay. So if it's like, none of this is really real, or something yeah. around it, yeah, yeah. If, this is, if this is how it's, manifesting yeah then something something is still saying yeah but there's me as a reference point seeing that this is not real i understand and okay. this is why it's difficult is because the reference point is is still taken to be real because it's comparing yes okay so that okay. reference point is looking at the past and comparing there and it's trying to see on the outside and trying to make sense of it because it, it hasn't examined itself well are you real the one who's looking at all this and experiencing this are you real it's like the outside is breaking up, but you actually haven't seen that. Hold on now, hold on now. Yourself. You can see yourself in the mirror and you know something is different. But, but actually, are you real? Because the reference point is very solid. You're talking from a reference point that hasn't had the same <coughs> breakdown of perception. But sometimes I feel movement in my body. Yeah. Like a wave. Of, yeah. Like it's like something moving inside me. Yeah. Is that the energy? Is that, like, what is that? It's, it's your body catching up. It's your body shifting energetically to try and catch up what's been happening in your mind. Okay. To try and line you up. Okay. But there's a you in the middle of this that's causing this phase to be turbulent. So I need to sort of... Check that out. Check that out. This one that's called I, it's like it's checking itself out. Is that real? And how do you know if it's real? That's the mind-blowing part. That's really mind-blowing. That's the core of all of this. I guess I feel like, I think you mentioned, I, I feel the same way. I feel like I'm going to shave my head, I'm going to not wear makeup, I'm going to wear plain clothes, and I'm going to go and sit in a cave for however long it takes me to 
figure this out. Yourself. Or, yeah, like get rid of this or whatever, you know, because it, it, it's, yeah, it's very puzzling. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I have one, and I have one, one question. It's kind of strange, but if we're not, if we're nothing, um, <laughs> why have sex? Why eat? Why, why eat? Why have like what are babies? <clears throat> like what? That's the phenomenal world. It's like if we are nothing. It's like if what we really are is nothing. Can you see the difference? Yeah, like if we are nothing, denies the phenomenal world. There's no need to deny it. It's 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 an appearance, but it's okay. a fucking gorgeous appearance. Yeah, really, yeah. it's quite fantastic. Yeah. Okay, but it's just a dream. It's just a movie. Okay. Okay, you know it's not real. You're knowing what appears to be solid isn't even solid. Okay, right. so it's melting away. That's right. fine. So, but but to say if we are nothing, it's like the whole lot of it is nothing. But you. you it's not to be denied. It's known to be nothing, but it can't be denied. Okay, so you just, you... It does appear to be there, huh? Yeah. So then, just to, just to see the, the shift in the language, if what we really are is nothing, it's very different to say, if we're nothing. If we're nothing, it denies this appearance. If what we really are is nothing, allows this manifestation to be, but you know that you are not the woman who's sitting in this chair. Yeah. That's the difference. Okay. That's the world of a difference. But, okay, so what's experiencing pain and pleasure? It's got nothing to do with you. It's just thoughts? It's the experience is... is mm, um, uh, manifestation is experiencing it. And it's owned by a thought. The thought makes it my experience. Okay. That's just the okay. idea. Okay. Experience itself is another thought, but that's we'll just stick with you at the minute. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Owning an experience makes it mine, and you're owning this transition that's happening for you. You're owning mm-hmm. the process because it's like I'm looking in the mirror, and and it's weird, and it's weird for me. Yeah. And I'm not hungry. And it's like, hold on, there's ownership of this process because you haven't looked to see, well, this one who's the reference point where everything is being mirrored back to, check out to see if she's real. Check out to see if she's real or is she just an idea. That's where it's at, huh? Okay, yeah. It's all right. It's all all right. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's wonderful to be just carried like this. It's just magic. And I, I get pressure right here. Yeah. Like, really, like, the other night I woke up and I thought, what is happening to my head? Yes, yes. You know, really, really hard pressure yes. right there. Yes, yes. So. That's part of it, yeah. It's the, it's the, it's, it, there's literally a rewiring, no? Okay. Yeah. It's all all right. Okay. But not to deny the world. It's just okay. showing itself to be not real. So it's just an experience. Like when you yeah, get, from within itself, it's able to experience itself. Yes, experiencing. It's so experiencing. Hence, you, hence, feeling good or bad doesn't really matter because it's experience. Phenomenally, it makes a difference. You know, within the world, something wants to feel good and doesn't want to feel bad. That's natural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to go towards that which is whole or fun or lighter. Or, that's that's human nature. Yeah. You know, that's like a natural protective mechanism. And if, if, if it's not real, then what happened, like if this is all perception, yeah. what happened yesterday doesn't exist. No, it doesn't exist at all. 
So it's all like what happened to my life. It's just a made up story. <coughs> yes. Yes. Really have to sit with this. Wow. Yes. <laughs> That's memory. Okay. That's just in memory. There's no way of knowing if it really happened. There isn't. But mind would say, well, there's my kids. I definitely had the kids. And it's like, <laughs> if linear time breaks down, there would be no, nothing except memory that tells you that they're your kids. I know this is, sounds bananas, but, you know, it's just memory. It's just all constructs of thoughts. It's all concepts. The whole thing is held together by concepts. Energy is it's like a child playing. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. a playground. Big cosmic joke. Okay. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and come up again, huh? Let's keep unraveling this. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Sure, sure. We take a quick cup of tea. Because of listening to the last woman, um, I think there are some similarities to her situation and mine. Mm. Sorry, your voice is very soft. Can oh, that up? yeah, okay. that's much better. I'm afraid I can't do my job anymore. Okay. Uh, if I talk about it, that's all right. Well, I, I, I work in an outpatient clinic of a hospital doing addiction counseling. Yeah. And um, I, I've, been, I've been going to um, trainings and a kind of energy therapy. This has nothing to do with my job for about six years. And what happens is that it clears that the conditioning has been cleared in a very deep way like more and more of my conditioning gets cleared and people have awakening experiences through this too mm -hmm. so um, it, this has affected how, how I experience my job and uh, <clears throat> Pardon me. I think I used to be very identified with doing therapy, psychotherapy and counseling. And I'm not identified with it anymore. Yes. Um, also, I've been there a long time, like about 20 years, so I'm not on a learning curve anymore. Okay. But I I also, as, as I've gone through all this clearing, my memory has gotten really bad. Like, mm -hmm. it's like my memory for, like my short-term memory. So I'll talk to the clients and I literally won't remember <coughs> what, <coughs> what, sorry, I won't remember what we've talked about. I can recall it if I read the notes and stuff and I can get back into a kind of presence. And I'm in presence with them when they're there, but when they leave, it's just like I don't carry anything with me yeah. at all. Okay. Like, 
nothing. Okay. And it's very bizarre to do this job this way. And, um, but it isn't only that. There's this, there's this feeling that I just can't do it anymore. And then in the last, um, little while things about the job have been changing like it's been getting more and more bureaucratic and there's uh, um, changes that are coming that are going to be even more and it will be it will be very um, stressful to try and accommodate them let's just put it that way okay. really stressful I've got reasons why it will be hard for me to accommodate them because I I work in, I live in Toronto and I work in Brampton, which is outside of Toronto. And I have a, I commute, I don't have a car. There's all these things. So um, I'm kind of um, stuck with the bus schedule, the inter, inter-city bus schedule. And there's going to be things that are going to make it hard for me to do that. Just to, so, so there's outer things that are making the job difficult, and then there's this what's going on inside me. So I feel this pressure. Of, you know, I can't. Maybe I should. I should retire. I could retire. I'd be retiring a bit early, but. Um, but on the other hand, the job is the only piece of structure in my life. Mm. I don't have a family. Mm. Both my parents are dead. My brother lives in the United States. I don't have a husband. I don't have children. I don't have a whole lot of close friends. So I, I feel that as I've been doing these trainings, that the all of that reality was there, that I didn't have the family and the pups. But the structures inside of me are starting to disappear. Yeah, sort of. When I go to the training, sometimes I have experiences like the one I described, of like the, um, like the outer, outer reality is sh shifting and. Uh, but it, you know, my ego identity will find whatever conditioning is left to give me a, you know, to give me an identity. So when I, I leave the trainings, I don't even try to do any awakening or think about it, because I've got enough to deal with with integrating what they do to me. Um, after some of them, I can be in an altered state for weeks. And I, I uh, well, can you have, even have to go back to work like that? So the 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 job was like this big piece of grounding and structure that I would go to after I would go through one of the a, a big shift. And if I don't have it. I don't even know how. Yeah. I don't even 
know if I want all this awakening stuff to happen. Yeah. Think about it. Uh, it's really hard not to identify with things that, like, I thought I would always identify with being a psychotherapist. Mm -hmm. I can remember when I was learning it, I was so identified with it. It was fascinating. It was like, and then after I think I went, it was in the first year or second year of the classes, and I just stopped identifying with it anymore. I thought, oh my God. If somebody had asked me if I wanted this identification to disappear, it would have been before the fact. I think I would have, awakening or no awakening, I don't, it would have been a hard thing to give up, but it really wasn't my choice. I didn't see it coming. It just left. Okay. Um, Is there identification with the woman who is talking to me now? Yes. Yeah, I'm not um, like free of that kind of thing. Okay. But I'm not trying to be unfree yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just wait and see what gets taken away from me the sure. next time I I um uh, I go. I just wait. And then, sorry, then try to deal with the consequences. Uh -huh. Is it is is it is it just is it just too much? Do you need a break from that energy healing work that you're doing for the last six years? Um, do, you need, do you need just to pull back and, and yeah, gentle on yourself? Yes, but the outside world arranged for me to have a break that was outside of what it felt like was my um, <coughs> doing. Uh -huh. um, the last time I went to the United a lot of them are in the United States. Okay. So the last time I went, um, and I went over to the border, they saw on my Canadian passport that I was born in the United States. And I've been doing three trips a year, mm -hmm. right? And, mm -hmm. But this was in the Boston airport. So they pulled me aside and told me that they considered me an American. They, I had to get an American passport. So I told them, I've been living in Canada since I was three years old. So I thought nothing of it. I thought, okay, get an American passport. When I got back, I was talking about it at work, and one of my coworkers said, a friend of mine went through that, and when she applied for an American passport, the IRS went after her for back taxes. Oh, uh, my, my. And I said, what? Yeah. So I then researched it, and I found out that the IRS considers people like me to be American, and that there was a huge fine for not filing American taxes. But I took out Canadian citizenship in 1976, and I consider myself Canadian. But they don't, they they don't agree, right? Okay. Now believe me, I did all this. So when people were talking about paranoia, I started. I when I found out when it really hit me what what was going on, 
that the the penalties can be thousands and thousands, like $25,000. This is not taxes. This is just penalties for not filing. So I went into massive paranoia. It was like I can remember when I, I, I it was like somebody dying in my family. Yeah. I realized I can't go to the United States yeah. until I yeah. deal with this. Yeah. I can't, and that's where all the trainings are. That's also where my brother is, my last sure. relative. Sure. So... I seem to be paralyzed around dealing with this. Okay. The best I could do was go to an immigration lawyer. It's like like up here, you keep finding people who know about this. Sure. I don't in the United States. They don't know that this is happening. They don't because when I talk to my my friends who are taking the courses with me, they go, "What? That's nuts." You know, that's yeah. their, they're doing that. And yeah. I always paid my taxes, my Canadian taxes. Yeah, sure. So. Um, so I, I went to, and anything I do is going to be massively expensive. So anyway, without, that's put a slowdown on it. I can go to England, some of the, some of the courses are in England, but I can't be doing my three trips a year. So it has slowed it down. So good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But there's a part in me that it's like, it's like my 3D self is, is saying I've had enough of this. Forget it. I. But there's another part of me that is is pushing me to do this as fast as possible. As part that I don't understand. Yeah. It's not. Um, So anyway, getting back to my job, I don't, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do it anymore. Yeah. I. But I'm afraid to not do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like with the with the IRS thing. It's like the the conditions of the job are going to get yuckier and yuckier. Is it trying to push me out? Like. I don't know that just um, when you I'm sure you'll say it doesn't mean anything that the outside world does the the conditions of the job it's just what's happening um, have you tried looking for another job or is the whole system becoming bureaucratic my job is very hard to find okay I, at one point, did try to look for another job because of the commute and was like, yeah. most addiction counseling is done in groups, I'm not good at that. I was okay. trained in individual yeah. counseling. Yeah. I was actually trained as an addiction counselor, I was trained as a psychotherapist. Sure. Um, and, um, I am starting to do the healing work that I'm learning when I go in, in privately, like in group healings and things like that. But at my age, I, you know, I, I'm the age when people start to retire. But I hadn't really thought I was going to retire at 65, like, um, which will be in four years. I thought I could keep working maybe 
part-time or whatever. Yes. That I would keep going. But um, when in four years they're going to move to another building and we won't have offices and they won't be doing, they're going to completely change the program okay. and I know I won't be able to do, I won't, I just won't be able to do it the way they're going to have it. Okay. So I know that at least in four years I have to leave. Okay. But I don't think I can make it to four years. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> On a very practical level, could you financially do it to either work part-time now or to retire now? Let's just throw out options, okay? <clears throat> would, it, would it, if you were to pull out from there, but to do voluntary work in order to give yourself space and structure? Yeah, I could do that. You're, you're absolutely on the money about you need that structure and order and social social interaction that your work gives you. It's in your wiring. You know, keep your working boots on. You know? But, but, but there are other systems where you can where you can offer your skills. Do you know? If you can financially pull it off that it's not paid work. It might be a lot gentler on your system. It's like where you work now is rough on your system and the healing work is rough on your system. It's like, hey, hold on, something needs to, to mind the, the body-mind that's going through all of this. It's too much. It's just too much. But I totally get how you need the structure of work. Of course you need that. Of course you do. So if it's to go, you've got to replace it with some other thing. And if it can be voluntary, well, great. Well, why not? Well, the work doesn't have to be paid as long as you can eat, you know. Have the, have the lifestyle that you're comfortable with. Even working part-time and doing part-time voluntary <coughs> work. Well, I've thought about, it's like I want to do, before I started doing this work, I worked in bookstores. But that's before everything was all computerized. I'm not that great at computers. Okay. Um, It's like I want to do something kind of simple. Sure. I don't want to do... Uh, what I can't understand is, as I'm getting less and less identified in what I'm doing, yes. why are my clients coming and keep coming and keep coming? Like There's been times in my, in my experience of this job where I would have lots of no-shows and cancellations, sure. but not now. They're all coming and coming and coming. Sure. <laughs> sure, because... because because when identification is out of the way, everything runs smoother. In some way, it's kind of cleaner when identification is out of the way. So, of course, of course, your work is going to get better. That's normal enough. I, I, I've heard this kind of thing before, but there's part of me that finds that very weird. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the mind wants to imagine that if I'm not there, it's going to be a mess. You know, if I'm not in control of it and managing it, and if I'm not the one doing it, of course the standard is going to go down, but it's actually the opposite. But if you were, if you were a client, wouldn't you want to know that the therapist actually remembered from what was <laughs> like session to session about you? And it's, no, I would just be paying for me to spill my guts for that. <laughs> How you manage yourself would be none of my concern. 
Make notes. Yes. No, the, look at the I notes do. before somebody comes in. So what? Compensate for loss of memory. So what? No, I have. I I do make notes. Yeah. In fact, one of the part of the changes <laughs> that is coming in is going to affect my note taking, and that's why you know if I can't have notes, I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's winding up. That work is winding up, isn't it? Everything about it is like closing in a bit on you, you know? It feels that yeah. way. It does. That's all right. You just have to find another thing that will give you equal structure. You've got loads of skills. Like, and if, if you don't have to get paid for what you do, you're still have, going to have to work, no? You just need that social interaction. So that's all right. It doesn't have to be paid employment. There's loads of ways you can... You know, work without identification in a soup kitchen for a year and see how it is, you know, and just see how it is. Just to be busy, just to be, have order and structure in your life, you know. It doesn't have to be, have bells on or sound good or whatever. It's like just, just giving, just letting it happen. Why not? Forget about the idea of a career ladder or just forget about it. Just do something that will give you what you need. You know, which is a structure and a way to connect with people and be out and participating in the world. That's what it needs to give you. Nothing else. And I, I know that urgency around the healing work, you know, but okay, the external thing with the, the US, <clears throat> that Homeland Security coming in on you. Okay, if, if that's what's happening, that burning that conditioning will happen another way it'll find another way the irs won't be able to stop it <laughs> it won't it literally it, won't it, it won't be able to stop it. no it won't even if you even if you stop going into the states for a while until all that blows over if that's the action that you choose there you know just to like become less american according to the irs perspective do you know if you stay in canada more and don't go in there and do like one trip to the uk per year or something like this and slow it down you can't slow down the natural evolution of consciousness. It will come in another, another way. The burning off of the ego will happen in another way. It's not dependent on that energy work. It will come another way. You'll find a course on the internet. You'll find something. Something will just find its way to you. You don't need any dependency on one. It's not going to stop just if you, if you stop attending that series of workshops or it, it will happen another way let, let it broaden let the ability to for, for, for life to break up the conditioning to break up identification give it wider space you know be gentle with yourself huh Oh, I, am I being hard on myself? The, the push feels... Oh, the push. It, oh. Yeah, it feels too much for your system. It just feels too much. Just a little bit of integration time. Just a little bit of... Let it settle now. Just let it plateau come for a little bit. Huh? Well, the reason I... I, I would do it this way was because 
I, I followed a meditation path for about 20 years, and uh-huh. I didn't feel, I felt like I was at this plateau or whatever, and I, went, I didn't feel like I was getting anything. Well, this is a long story I won't get into. But for a long time, I didn't do anything. And sure. I didn't think that I could do, um, I didn't think that I could do, um, you know, what, I, what, what a lot of people do, like tons of meditation, tons of self-inquiry. I just, I just yeah, couldn't, I couldn't do, I couldn't do it. So I thought, okay, nothing's going to happen. So when I found this, and I thought, okay, this is, yeah. More, um, it felt like cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. It, 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 like in the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I don't know if there's part of me, part of me that doesn't even want to do this, but there's another part that keeps pushing me. Yeah. 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 It will find another way. It, it will find another way. Is there a fear that it'll stop and that you'll be back in that zone of like nothing is ever going to happen? <coughs> no, too, too much has happened and too much of my conditioning has already been stripped away. Right. Okay. It's, it's part it's, it's the, that the structure that I'm left with yeah. feels very young and childlike. Okay. And I almost feel like I can't handle these adult things that, okay. like, I can't handle making the decision about the IRS. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm paralyzed. Like, you know, I've yeah. been, I've been presented with two pathways I could follow. Yeah. And I can't, I haven't been pursuing yeah. it. Yeah. I'm just sitting, I'm paralyzed. Yeah. I feel paralyzed about a lot of things. Yeah. Because they, they all feel too adult. Like, I'm a, I'm, chronologically um, old enough to retire, but in uh, inside I feel almost like a teenager or something, yes. and I don't even know how old I am. That's yes. another weird thing. It's like, uh, how, uh, how um, part of that is that, that uh, oh, it's probably a bit autistic, you know, and I've been I've been dealing with that all my life, and it's it's had a lot of ramifications. But as I go through the the healing, I'm becoming less autistic. So I'm having experiences, and I don't know whether they're just being less autistic, or whether it's an awakening. Or for me, it feels like an awakening. It's sort of like, oh, I'm picking up on something I didn't used to pick up on. Is that how everybody's been? Okay. You know, it's like everybody's. Has that is that the way most people function? For me, it's new. It's new to you. It's new. Like I, I would have a lot of trouble telling when people were lying. Can you imagine an addiction counselor who didn't know when people were lying? <laughs> yeah. That was really yeah. you know, and that's how I functioned for years. Yeah. And now I'm beginning to sort of like when they tell me their stories about. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but 
that that's kind of new. And then, uh, so you know, part of me is just doing developmental things yes. that were normal. Yes. But it should have been done like four years ago. Sure, sure, And and part of it is awakening, and I can't. Sometimes I can't tell the difference. That's okay. Yeah, I, 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 I know it's where okay. you're at. Yeah. That's okay. I know where you're at. I know where you're at. You don't need to know which is which. It's Why all right. Why don't I need to know? Because, because, um, because the working mind, you know the way, as I'm just talking about the working mind and the thinking mind, you know, the, you know, the thinking stuff is the head explained wrecking. explained it to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. But the, the working mind has the common sense aspect and the wisdom from life. Okay, and that's being developed at the same time as the thinking mind breaking down. Right. All right. So things like the the intuition to to know when somebody's lying or not. That's that's working mind. That's common sense. It's just a, a skill of life to be able to do your work better. Okay. So that's the working mind being refined. At, so when something is that's being built up developmental, you're saying, and the thinking mind is where the conditioning is being washed out. So something is being developed and something is being washed out at the same time. You don't need to know which is which, really. The fact is, like, okay, that's okay. There's more of a refinement or more of a wisdom here around how life is working. It's, it's fine. It's not a problem. It's just the working mind refining itself, setting itself up to be able to cope better in the world. And because there isn't a, a clarity around, well, what's being built and what's being taken away, so, some, it, I wouldn't think about it. I really wouldn't. Just go with whatever's happening at the moment. If there's a skill coming on or something is falling away, see each one in isolation. It's just that the building up and the breaking down is happening at the same time. That's all right. That's all right. You don't need to control that at all. I don't even need to understand it. Well, I definitely can't control it. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm not trying to control yeah, yeah. it. It's just okay. the the my ordinary self or my three D self is having a lot of trouble with with the state I'm in. It's like <clears throat> I don't. I I feel like I I'm out of touch. I'm out of place with. My co-worker, well, practically everyone around me, is, I don't fit in anywhere. Like, I don't fit in anywhere. Like, even other people are going through awakening are not going through this coming out of autism thing. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's very... It's all right. There's a lot of people on the planet who feel that they don't even belong to the planet. That they don't fit anywhere. That, yes, I feel I felt like that. There's a lot of people like that, and I'd love to put you all together and say, "Look, you're not alone, right? <laughs> you think you're alone, like this experience, but there's loads of people who feel that just don't belong anywhere, don't connect anywhere, don't fit in the wrong place, landed in the wrong like, and sure that must be there because there's other people who completely feel, oh yeah, of course I'm. The earth makes total sense. There must be the opposite of it. So there must be the sense of no belonging. It, it's fine. It's just as valid as belonging. You know, it's no problem. It's the opposite to fitting in. Not fitting in must exist. It must exist. It's all right. It's having an experience there, you know? It doesn't negate it. It's allowing it. 
it really feels let some things slow down be gentler on yourself some integration needs to happen so that you can just exhale and 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 let it fall let, mm, let things reorganize to a pace that's gentler for your system just just to let 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 the dust settle a little bit it'll help a lot something else will open you'll find something else because once this roller coaster starts uh, it doesn't stop you might get a break for a while but it'll crank up again you know well can I just ask you the sense of urgency mm. is that let it be there is it part of me is it my ego or is it some other thing or is it like is it Yeah, that that's that that is a symptom of different things for different people. Um, I think the most useful thing would be if you just saw it there and said, "Yeah, that's the sense of urgency, and whatever I need to do, it's just going to have to be in front of me." Because if you identify with the end of, with with the sense of urgency, it it doesn't really suit you. It's not really good for your wiring because because. It, it's like you're playing catch up with it. It's just it's just too much. It's too rough. Integration like <clears throat> let the sense of urgency be kind of on the side and see it. Don't let it grab you because that pace doesn't work for you. <coughs> you mean don't necessarily do what it what it seems to be telling me to do. Yeah, the 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 sense of what to do it's better if it doesn't come from the sense of urgency because then that's identification with the urgency. Let the sense of urgency be there. Say, yeah, there's a speedy thing going on. That's fine. Let's see what the next step is. Let that come from another place, a more earthy place. Let common sense prevail too, huh? Don't let the sense of urgency take you. It doesn't work for your system. It's like it's too fast. It's just a bit too fast. Okay, thank you. Sure. Thank you very much. You're very, very good. up on the um, when you were kind of reflecting back to the uh, non-existence of the observing uh, self or person or mind or whatever so I just wanted to I wonder if we could explore that a little bit more okay. if you could help me with that because um, like I think you know I think my current ex expression of it like you know when you were talking about the need to protect um, so I think there's that's maybe the strongest form right now. Okay. I'm kind of watching out where I think, you know, we're, well, and, you know, just as things emerge, if there's kind of aggression or roughness or 
um, disrespect or whatever, and tending to want to move away from it. <coughs> okay. um, and not react to it or get caught up in it. And, okay. But not just, but just kind of uh, disconnect from it. But in my own uh, relation, I'm finding I'm a little aggressive when I'm kind of handling it or something like that. <coughs> that you are being a little aggressive. Yeah, I'm being aggressive in the in the facing of the need to to disconnect from it. You know, maybe I'm... Why do you need to disconnect from it? Tell me what that motivation is about. Well, um, you know, for example, like I had a car accident in um, August, right? And a taxi driver went in front of me, uh, and then I hit him kind of right on, right? So, and then I was sitting in the car because I had to collect myself and kind of deal with the situation. So he got out of his car and came over, opened my car door and wanted to, um, like well, he was assessing the damage essentially. And he said, oh, you're okay, right? And I, what I felt was he was assessing it, not concerned about me, but really about his, himself, his self, right? Yeah. So I, what I told him is just to go get out of my car and I would come and deal with him. And I went and dealt with him. So there was a certain amount of aggression, but... I mean, it wasn't a rude kind of thing, and I think in that case, maybe it was protective. And, uh, you know, and I got his information, etc., and then the police came, and it worked out, that accident actually worked out quite nicely. But that's what I mean, like, I really didn't want to engage with that guy's energy, because it would have taken me out of my own focus, it would have, become, it would have released more of my aggression. Okay. But there was some, uh, some aggression that was kind of present there at the time. But isn't that all right? Well, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of wondering. Then, then there's part of me maybe that is watching for that, like not as, um, not out of that accident, but in general, I'm a little on guard for it. Like I kind okay. of feel that um, because I'm knowing some of these things are happening. You know, even last night uh, we came, my friend and I came from the airport, and we got in one cab, and not being from uh, Toronto or knowing what the rules are here, you know, I didn't. You know the cab got, driver wanted to give up flat rate, and he started getting he started getting um, a little kind of worked out. So I just got out of the cab, and you know, and then it worked out. A really nice guy came along, and you know, kind of helped us out and stuff. But I, I kind of felt like I was a little overreacted there. Mm. You know, probably. I, I mean, we still could have laughed. Like I probably would have wanted to do that because I didn't really like his energy. But I just kind of felt that. Like, uh, that I'm a little on guard, like maybe a little too on guard with it, you know? So, um, so I mean, that's how the aggression is playing out. And with younger people these days, I'm finding, like, uh, you know, as in terms of, like, this is the first, the first year I realized that I'm really getting older, and people are seeing me more as a senior than I've kind of acknowledged or recognized that before. So in dealing with some young people, you know, young people tend... Uh, I'm thinking people in their 20s have had some recent experience and they tend to want to kind of do it on their own or not disregard you or whatever. So, so um, you know, I'm kind of getting a little irritated about, uh, you know, not being able to connect in a way maybe that I could have or would like to or whatever, you know. So if I'm working in the place I'm working, uh, you know, there are a lot of kind of young staff there. And, um, and, and then I'm finding as I relax more, there's a more inviting field. And I guess that's what I'm kind of talking about. You know, there's a more inviting field. Like, whereas if I'm feeling kind of put out because, you know, I've got this knowledge to share or whatever, and people aren't receptive or in a way that, that uh, you know, I want to be connected with them or something, you know, then, uh, like, like, it's just, it's just, uh, 
you know, then I'm a little bit more irritated rather than just kind of accepting of that or something like that, you know. So it's, it seems that there's, if I, if I look back on, if I, if I reflect on the self, the part of me that feels um, internally kind of not comfortable is that irritation. Like there's a certain irritation that goes with that. And I think it is in a kind of protective kind of protective kind of framework and it as it should be and it's working quite well it seems but it just feels a little there's a little too much aggression to it you know mm. <clears throat> um, I mean and, and I, again like I think my own conditioning like um, you know I had years of being really quite shut down in my anger and quite passive and stuff so since it's kind of arisen then it's it's still finding you mm. know like you were saying about uh, that integrating or changing energies and then you do them at a certain age and things that you would have liked to have done younger but it, it you know takes a while to kind of release it or understand it or work with it or whatever so so it comes you know it could be that young energy that's still on the path it's finding a voice I think that's kind of some of it it's kind of finding space that I haven't found it before and so it's kind of a, it feels a little kind of stronger than um, you know maybe like a child or something then I would uh, Mm. would want it to be, mm. be comfortable with or something like mm. that. But that feels more like the ego sense that I'm not comfortable with. If I look back on myself, and it feels like it, like I say, it feels like it's kind of driving certain things that mm. it feel it likes its space and it likes to feel a little important and, you know, that kind of stuff. Yes. So, yes. So. Yes. <clears throat> it's kind of saying, what about me? Like, yeah. Do you... I'm wondering if it's like this. Is it that you 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 react very quickly and then the aggression is kind of you know popped in there? Is it that you react very quickly and afterwards it, you you have the idea that it actually would have honored yourself more not to react so quickly? Is is it? A yes, yes, it is exactly like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All I would right. have liked to have given it just more space. Okay. For me to get comfortable with it and then see what reaction would be there. Okay. As opposed to this kind of kicking in. Yeah. Okay. As if there was something to defend or protect or something. Okay. Yeah. This feels like that it takes a different length of time for your for your mind and your feeling capacity to align up. It's like the response is in there immediately, but it actually takes a while for for you for you to kind of assess the situation and tell your brain what's really going on. It's, it feels like a timing thing, that the reaction is in much faster. <clears throat> but what's more authentic is how you feel about it, how yeah. you feel. Yeah. That seems to be more authentic, yeah. it's where yeah. you come from. That's, that's the first line, yeah, yeah. absolutely so. Yeah. 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 And even, in, even as it goes into intuition, because I have yeah. a strong sense of intuition, yeah. so that's all part of it. It's all part it's, of yeah. it, it is. Yeah. And yeah. um, if that feeling body or that emotional, uh, that in intuitive capacity, that feeling place, if that mm -hmm. takes a moment to register, then that's just part of your makeup. That's just how it works. Mm -hmm. The mind is much faster and it's coming in with, with a response, but it's out of sync and it's like, whoa, 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 wh why did that happen? So it's only going to use things that are speedy, like like anger, like things that are instantaneous. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to use that as its tool, aggression. What would be really useful is to, is to kind of like, I, I know in the examples you gave it's not possible, but if somebody says, what do you think of this? Just say, I'll get back to you on it. If you can 
if you could at all, just even a few times, give yourself space not to react so that you can tune in to how you feel about something. If that's possible at all. But say that again, because the feelings are, like, so I can tune in to how I feel? But yeah. So there's a front line of feeling, and then there's the how I really feel or something? Yes, that exactly. You're yeah. it's your, your mind is responding, inst- responding instantaneously. Right. You see? And it's, so it's going to come from ideas of, of they're doing this and I must do this, of safety. It's going to, that's, that's the, you're just using your head to reply to, to situations that come up unexpectedly. Okay. All right? Because your mind will be so quick and it's in there and it has a response. So it's the feeling response of the mind that's coming in the front line. It's, it's, it's not even the feeling. It's just mind is interpreting something. It's coming from a place of, of, of mind. Mind is coming in there or something and it can only grab one emotion, which is a really instantaneous one, which is usually heat, which is usually aggression. It usually is. That's the one it's going to pop up with. Because that's, that's, that's a very instant thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you... And it just feel like that you're somebody who, who the authentic response is from a feeling place within you, but that doesn't come up immediately. You you kind of have to settle to find the more authentic response right. of what you'd like to do. Yeah. There's no way of making that faster. All you can do is stop the mind getting in right. so quickly as the right. first response. Right. That's the only thing you can do. Because the, if the feeling capacity works slowly, then you've got to honour that. It'll make you slow down. It's got a little hidden gem there. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So at times it's like, you know, of course, in a car accident, some, it's, you, you, you don't have the time for like, excuse me, taxi driver, can I take a second to think? <laughs> 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 I, I was trying, actually, that's why I was sitting there. I was trying to ground in the car so yes. that that wasn't going to operate. Yes. Because I really needed to be present and keep my words yes. me in that situation. Yes, that's it. You know? So, and, the, and, and there is... There are those examples that yes. when I've had the big challenges, I'm so settled with it and I'm just facing it. Yeah. Know? And it doesn't, I don't get that double yeah. thing going on. That double thing, Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I think there must be an innate sense that knows that that's the inefficient part of it or that that's going to get, probably I've had experiences where it got me into trouble or something. Yes. And so I've, and that's, yes. you know, with meditation and stuff and grounding exercises yeah. every time. So I've like learned to ground. So yeah, there. So that's what I need to do more of that. Like, yeah. In general, even in the small situations, not just in the kind of big. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just like buying time on something. If you can, don't give an instant answer, because because your authentic answer is from the feeling place. Right. It's not from the mind place. Right. So the instant answer, mind is going to respond. Right. If you can at all, can I get back to you? If you can buy a few minutes at all, you're going to have the more authentic answer. Yeah. If you're not able to, well, you'll know that, well, it doesn't really honor this form, but that's why. That's, that's why. It, I just had to give an instant response. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's just that your authentic response needs time. It just yeah. needs time. That's all. It just needs time. There's nothing wrong with that. But you've got to know that there's two faculties at play and their timing is a little bit off. Yeah. You have to no, allow for it. I appreciate that. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you yeah. just have to Please. allow for it. Because I confused the response with feeling. But yeah, it did. I, it did. Yeah. But it's not a feeling yeah. one. No, yeah. your feeling is com- has, has much more authentic yeah. and a much yeah. more rounded, natural response for you. Yeah. But it, it, it just really needs, yeah. it needs five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so none of this is real. So what... 
Like, what's the connection to that? That's what I'm missing. And that, like I say, I kind of really perked up around that. Yeah. Like, so this is, back, a, this is a phenomenal scenario we're talking about, about right. how to manage the body, mind and all of that. But it's not what you really are. These are just kind of skills that we talk about, about managing in the world, in order to kind of put mind at rest so that we can really get to the meat, which is, it's not really what you are at all. Yeah. So is what we really are that that empty space that's in there? Like that kind of emptiness where it's not That's that's an interesting pathway to it. Because mind can can recognize that empty space within. Some people can access it, some people can't. They can access something else instead. So if if there is access to that empty space, go there and let the bottom fall out of it. And so that's the harder part is to let the bottom fall out. Well, it's like mind can go that far. And mind <coughs> can grab the idea of letting the bottom fall out of it. And then, if words arrive, we've gone back into above mm-hmm. that trap door again. Yeah. It's like, you see any words I use now, of course I'm, you know... Defeating what I'm pointing towards. It just opened more in here, but that was the... Okay. It just kind of opened more. Okay. Yeah. So that's the physiological resonance, yeah. you know? Yeah. But like, through the trapdoor is what you are. But it's nothing phenomenal. It's not an idea. It's not a concept. It's not a feeling. Mind will, will put all these tags on it to whatever in order to give it, whether it's emptiness or it's space or it's silence itself. Or, and mind will do that. But know that mind is just kind of trying to make sense of where it can't go. Because mm-hmm. mind doesn't go there, it can't. It's like it just recognizes emptiness or something. Yeah, and, the, and that's the key, it's trying to make sense of where it can't it go. It is, yeah. it's trying to make sense. And that's what it's doing, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad, but it's a happy sad. It's a happy sad. Thank God. Yeah, thank God is right. You know, just, just oh man, we worked so hard to figure yeah. it all out. To figure it all out. Yeah. And it's dead friggin' simple. Yeah, and it's, it's just <laughs> there all the time. Yeah, right? but it, it's it's what is being figured out is like all this stuff, like day to day, day to day, day to day. And then, you know, the bigger picture of. You know what does it all mean, or awareness, or blah 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 blah, right? So it's just so much. Like it's so we're working hard. I I work hard, and that's kind yeah. of the hard work of it. And it's yeah. just too hard. Yes. Know? Yeah. Yes. We we'll go through that empty place and let the bottom fall out. Yeah. As often as you can. Yeah. And Thank that you so and that will make I, the, I so much appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. It's just and and and. The hard work stops because the hard work is exhausting. You're exhausted from it. Yeah. Look, you're exhausted yeah. from it. Yeah. And, and and we keep doing that until like, oh my God, it was so simple. And then yeah. and then there tends to be like, I killed myself and it was there all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh. And it's like, yeah, because that's the journey. That was the experience yeah. being had, you know, and that's fine. But just giving it room and letting it be so small, it doesn't have to be so big all the time. You know no. what I mean? It doesn't have to kind of be like the yeah, not at all. Something. Not at all. Yeah. That's just life, you yeah. know, and that's really yeah. not where it's at. Yeah. It's just a sideshow. Life is just a sideshow. Yeah. What well, kind of cool one, but yeah. Yeah, cool one for yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, let let the center be like that emptiness with an open trapdoor. Yeah. That's the center. You know. 
at rest more, like just let it, let the mind, like the mind at rest more. Yeah, like bring the mind to that point yeah. and foo, there's either a falling yeah. through or mind is just too active and it can't fall through, you know? Well, mind can't fall through anyway, but there's a sense of outside of all of it, like all of it. Thank you so much. Sure, sure. No problem at all. Can we do lunch? <laughs> it's one o'clock, huh? Okay.